Hello, church family and friends. Hello. Praise God. So wonderful to be with you once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. Amen. I'm pa Pastor Monty. <laughs> She's Pastor Don. <laughs> and uh, praise God, we're having an awesome time in the Lord today. Yes, we are. And we are looking <laughs> forward to what we're going to share today. Once again, about the authority we have in the mighty name of Jesus and using that name that's a, so wonderful, the name that's above every name. We are so glad you're with us today. And uh, we're going to receive communion toward the end of service again today. But uh, we want to remind you about that, but also let you know, too, that you can contact us at ALFC at ALFC.net mm -hmm. and or through our website, www.alfc.net, or call us at 503-692-9673. <laughs> and uh, praise God. It'd be great to hear from you. We have got uh, some wonderful testimonies about what the Lord has done in your lives. And uh, praise God, healing bodies and, oh, blessing people. And we're so Amen. thankful for that. We're living at a great time. Mm -hmm. We're living at a great hour. Yes. And uh, uh, we as believers have a big work to do. Mm -hmm. We all have an assignment and uh, God is counting on us. And we have been teaching on the last several weeks on the subject of authority, authority in prayer. And of course, we've been talking about how we've not been given the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. And fear Amen. inhibits people from going out and using the rightful authority that they actually have. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of the schemes of the devil. And we need to be aware of that. So we've that's been looking right. at God's holy word concerning the authority we have in the name of Jesus. Now, last time we finished off uh, talking about the wonderful name of Jesus and looking from John chapter 16 and back in 1 John chapter 5. And then we went over to Matthew chapter 7. And uh, uh, Pastor Don was sharing about from Ephesians 3.20 how uh, God's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. That's right. And how big our God is. And God's already told us through his word that he's on our side. Amen. And that once we have knowledge when we go to prayer, abiding in Him, we covered that scripture too in John chapter 15 uh, to start with last time, uh, abiding in the vine, abiding in Jesus, His words abiding in us, having an effective prayer life and having uh, a good fellowship with the Lord That's and right. uh, getting sin uh, under the blood of Jesus. That's so important to walk in closely with Him mm -hmm. and walking uprightly and holy before the Lord. But as we go out, we're to be those lights that shine in a dark place. And again, Amen. today, we're going to look at some scriptures in the book of Acts that tell us about what that mighty name of Jesus will do. Because as we started off this series, looking at Matthew 28, Mark 16, and the authority that was delegated to the, to the church after Jesus arose from the dead, and the use of his name, the name of Jesus, when, when fear tries to come your way, sickness and disease, some type of lack, something that you know that didn't come from your Father God from heaven, you have to use that name of Jesus. That's right. And if you do not use that name of Jesus, even though you may love God, be truly blood-washed, a child of God, then God isn't going to be able to back things up. That covenant, the new covenant, that he's promised to us and made with us. That's right. So we encourage you about these things, brothers and sisters. So today, open up your hearts once again as we get into the word of God. And Father, we do thank, thank you Jesus. 
for this time together. And as we get into your precious word, we thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding to show us the significance of the mighty name of Jesus and using our authority and the authority that's in that. And Lord God, we thank you for every need met today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Acts chapter 2, and we will again receive communion towards the end of the service. Just want to remind you about that. But uh, in the book of Acts, and actually we could go and look at Acts 1, but Jesus told to the church after he arose from the dead that they were going to receive power, power from on high. He said in Acts 1.8, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and uh, to the uttermost parts of the earth. And so that he did. And on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, uh, there came that sound of a rushing, rushing mighty wind uh, from heaven. Mm -hmm. And there sat upon each of them a cloven tongues as a fire. And uh, each one of them uh, spoke in other tongues. And so that was evidence of the Holy Ghost being poured out from the upper room. And then, of course, Peter got up and read. And there's a lot of things that we could uh, go, go and look at in the scriptures right in there too. But for time's sake, go back and read that. And and it will mightily bless you. But Peter got up and told them what they needed to do to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and that they would receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And, uh, and that they did in Acts 2 and verse 38. But as you jump down a little bit further, many were added to the church that day. And that was the beginning of the church. Mm -hmm. And we're writing uh, out yet at this time we're living in the very end part of the book of Acts. It's actually Acts of the Holy Ghost. It's Acts of the last day's church That's empowered right. by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. And so we want to look here as we open up today to Acts chapter 3 and we're going to find the story, and if you have your Bibles, please turn there now. We're going to find the story about Peter and John going to the hour of prayer. Going to the hour of prayer. We're going to pick up in, in chapter 3, verse 1 in the book of Acts and read together here uh, several of these portions of Scripture. It says in Acts 3, verse 1, it says, Now Peter and John went to, up together into the prayer, into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. That was about three o'clock in the afternoon. <clears throat> Verse two goes on to say, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, called, which is called beautiful, and asked an alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, <clears throat> expecting to receive something of them. Mm -hmm. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So this man, here he's laid there at the, at the, at the gate every day. And Peter and John come by and uh, he's looking to receive something from them. He thinks he's going to get some money. Right there, he's a beggar, he's lame, and he's sitting there every day. Uh, but Peter gave him something that money could not buy. That's he right. gave him the name of Jesus. 
And that's what we as believers, brothers and sisters, have to give to the world in these last days. That's right. To fulfill the Great Commission, we have to be empowered. And we have been empowered with the Holy Spirit. And you can be filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues if you have not already. It's a privilege of every born-again Christian to receive that Pentecostal experience. It's not passed away. It's for today. And uh, speaking in tongues is merely uh, the sign uh, that they received the power. All right? right. So praise God that they did, and it's still available today. But they had the name of Jesus that they used too. Mm -hmm. So you notice there, as we just read, that Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Praise God. That could never happen in the natural. That's right. We in and of ourselves can't heal anyone, work any miracle. It's only to the glory of God, by the grace of God, and by the mighty name of Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit, that we can do any miracles. Amen. That's right. And you have been commissioned, as we have, and believers all around the world, to go out and do that. That's because right. the time is short. Mm-hmm. Jesus is coming back soon. And we have to go and tell the good news that Jesus Christ has already came and went to the cross, died for humanity's shame, bearing their sin, all the sin of the world, mm-hmm. and took it away. Hallelujah. And he arose again from the dead on the third day. And now he's not only been raised from the dead, but now he lives at the right hand of the Father God in heaven where he ever lives to make intercession for us. So now he's delegated that authority to us, the church, and the members of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And we have a job assignment. You have an assignment. And praise God, we're here as we're looking in Acts 3, we're looking at how they begin to fulfill this job assignment. And praise God... The same name, the same power, the same Jesus is now still working in the earth some 2,000 years later. Glory to God. So look at this. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Now mind you, Uh, there was people in that temple that day that no doubt had seen this man day after day after day, week after week, month after month, and perhaps year after year. For as long as he'd been laying there, he never changed. Mm -hmm. He was asking for money. But again, the name of Jesus is better than money. That's right. Now we need money to live, of course. And Peter was not making a doctrine of silver and gold have I none, so we shouldn't ever have anything in this life. That's missing the real import of this scripture and this passage and this teaching. Uh, he was saying, I'm going to give you something that money can't buy. Money right. could never have made that man well. Mm-hmm. And praise God, the name of Jesus did. Yes, so he came amen. into the temple and uh, and they knew, it says in verse 10, that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that was called Solomon's greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered and said unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look on ye on so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness, 
by our own power or holiness, we had made this man to walk. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus. And remember, we'll pause there for just a minute. There, verse 13, it says, glorified his son Jesus, okay, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate, whom when he determined to let him go, see, he glorified the son Jesus. And this is glorifying Jesus again on this day by seeing this miracle of healing. Right. Praise God. Amen. All right. That goes back to what we shared here last time. John 15, by this answered prayer, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, it shall be done. Mm -hmm. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and that your fruit may remain. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Amen. And you'll be called my disciples. So see, as a disciple, this should really stir us up today, brothers and sisters, to go out in boldness, and the authority that's been given to us to use the name of Jesus to his glory. And this is what they were doing this day. And so what Peter went on to say there was, it's not because we're so holy. It's not because it's our, in our own power, because, but it's because of what, who, what and who Jesus is. All right? That's right. And he went on to say, you killed the prince of life, whom God has raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And then look at verse 16. It says, and his name, and his name, mm -hmm. and his name, yes. and his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. Mm -hmm. Through faith in this name, hath made this man strong. Whom ye see and know, yea, the faith which is by him, hath given him this perfect soundness mm -hmm. in the presence of you all. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. So he said it's faith in the name. Through the name, faith in that name. Now, if you as a child of God, go out and just simply in childlike faith, say, Lord, I see. By what we've been sharing here, I've come to see that the name of Jesus is mine. And it's the key for me to use in these last days. I don't have to be so perfect. I don't have to know a hundred scriptures. All I have to know is the power that's in the name of Jesus and as a child of God that it's rightfully belongs to me to use to the glory of God on behalf of the world. And you go out, you lay hands on the sick, you pray for people. And when you see people in need, you say, can I pray for you? That's right. Can I, can, I, can I agree with you in prayer? I see, are you hurting? It looks like there, there's something going on in your body. And you can love people by using the name of Jesus and glorify God. Yeah, because minister, minister healing to them. Minister healings and miracles In to the people. Name of Jesus. Because yes. just the simple use of that name, simple childlike faith in that name yes. will raise the dead. It will raise up uh, the most uh, uh, decrepit, weakened, infirmity-ridden right. person that's full of sickness and disease, whatever. He'll change their life. Right. We have seen it so many times yes. through the years in ministry. Received healing in our bodies yes. and used the name of Jesus every single time. Yes. I could tell you story after story about how the name of Jesus freed people from their sickness and disease. And I have no more right. I'm a pastor. She may be a pastor. But that has nothing to do with you not being able to use the mighty name of Jesus That's yourself. Right. You have just as much right 
just as much authority as we do or any other preacher or any other Christian to use that name. Amen. Well, Hallelujah. Yes, amen. Well, Glory you know, to God. Jesus was given all power and authority here on earth, and then he transmitted that to his disciples while, yes. they were, while he was still on earth. Mm -hmm. And then he promised us that greater works will do, that we will do. Yes. Because he says, I need to go to my Father, which is in heaven, but the Holy Ghost is going to come to you. He's the comforter. He's going to show you things to come. And we're enabled yes. because of that fresh anointing that rests upon us. Mm -hmm. That he he anoints us with fresh oil. We have an unction. Yes. We have the Holy One living on the inside. When you've accepted Jesus, mm -hmm. you have that fresh anointing resting on the inside of you. And then he gave us. So you've got the power of the Holy Ghost, and yes. then he gave you the commission to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every yes. creature. And then he said, "These signs shall follow them that believe." Amen. Well, if we're your believer in Christ Jesus, you've accepted Him. Amen. Talks about there, Mark sixteen. Those are the works of Jesus that we're commissioned to do. And yes. we're supposed to go in the mighty name of Jesus. So it wasn't just Peter and John. That's right. That, you know, well, they were special. They were apostles or they were, you know, they were, they were the men of old or. You they know, were right there or, with Jesus. Yeah, they were right there with Jesus. So that's mm -hmm. only for them. No, no. Jesus said, I'm the same yesterday, today and forever. Yeah. And so if he hasn't changed, that means the commission hasn't changed. That means what he wants to do today is the same purpose and will and plan of God mm -hmm. that God's wanted to do through all the ages. Amen. Is heal people, save people, deliver people, set them free, yes. and have them walk after him and abide in him. Yeah. And that's what's so amazing Amen. is that we're seeing it, we're experiencing it, because it says these signs shall follow them that believe. So we're believers and we're seeing this happen. Right. Now, if you don't believe it, maybe you're not seeing it because you're not believing it. Right. But when you look at the word of God and say, that, hey, that's for me today. That's for me. That's not just for the fivefold or that's not just for the pastor, like you were saying, honey, or the evangelist. Or that wasn't that didn't happen in yesteryear or in, um, in history. That's for today because mm -hmm. that's for you and I mm -hmm. to go out and co to commit some Christianity. Amen. To go out and commit do the works Christianity. <laughs> some of Jesus. Do the works of Jesus right. to fulfill. We're his body here on earth. That's why Jesus is now at the right hand of the Father. He ever lived to make intercession for us, but he's up there with the Father God. But that's why he sent his the Holy Ghost to come and dwell in the hearts of men yeah. so that we could go out and be us. empowered. Yes. Yeah come upon us and work through us and move in us to go out and be the light to the world. Yes. Be the body of Christ that he's called us to be. Amen. He's the head, but we're the body. If you've never noticed, if you're, if you're in bed and your head's telling the body, you know, your head's telling yourself, you need to get up. If your body doesn't want to do it, it doesn't matter how hard your head wants to do it. And if your body doesn't want to do it, guess what's going to happen? Your body's not going to get up. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. So Jesus is here on this earth. And so basically, yes, he could do anything he wants. But remember, he said he's going to do it through his body. That's right. His body is here on earth. We make up the body of Christ. We're members. We're members of his body, fitly body joined parts. together. And every member, every joint supplies. So that's why it's important as you hear these words of life, as you hear what the word of God is saying to you, that you can say, well, you know what? I need to act on that. And that's exactly right. If you've Amen. never gone out... It's not just fire insurance. It's not just accepting Jesus. Say, well, I'm going to escape the gates of hell. I'm going to escape mm -hmm. the, the, the fire of hell. No, we're supposed to go out and win the lost. We're supposed to go out and tell others about Jesus. And mm -hmm. we use the name of Jesus. Amen. That's what we use is the name That's of right. Jesus. That's right. There's power and, in that and name. And it's so important that we do it right now, brothers and sisters. 
because yes, the time the opportunity. is short. The That's time right. is so short. Jesus is coming soon. Yes. Jesus is coming soon. Yes, he is. And he needs us as all functioning members fulfilling the assignment he's given to us. And gen in general terms, all of us have the assignment of the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel, to use the mighty name of Jesus. That's right. And he said, you're going to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. And we read that many times here in this series from Mark 16 and in Matthew 28. We've been given the delegated authority mm -hmm. and the power of the Holy Spirit to go out and do these things. And it's not based on a feeling. It's based on a fact. The facts of God's Word. The facts of the new covenant which has been given to us and the great commission therein. So yeah. praise God. That's why we're looking That's at right. this. And to encourage you that you go out there and watch what God will do as you surrender and submit yourself to Him and just say, well, I'm kind of nervous about going out and asking people to pray for them. If I can pray for them, go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. See what step happens. Just step out in simple childlike faith. Always remember this. The foundation of the words underneath you when you know God's will and He wants you to do it and how much He loves people. Mm -hmm. And the bottom line is, we can't do the miracles. We can't do the healings. Yes. It's God stretching forth His love and pouring His love through our lives to touch humanity that's right. it's broken that's helpless that's hurting that's right and, and god, that is what he wants, wants to, us to do that's right and god wants to do it more than you want to do it amen he wants you to oh he loves used. people yeah he wants to he wants to show the love of jesus you know the bible says that they'll know us by our love mm -hmm. and so in, in the midst of this you know chaos that's going on in the world in different parts of the world here in our own states and you know praying for all those in authority over us. But, yeah. but when we go out and we share the love of Jesus, it's not about being, you know, because the world looks out for itself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's self-seeking. It's um, self-righteousness. Have you noticed that? It's, um, it's selfishness at its best. But, you know, the love of God is selfless. When you read there in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, what love is all about, faith, sure. faith yeah. can't work without love. Faith worketh by love. Mm -hmm. And so the, these are things that, you know, our faith will work for us when we do things in love. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. Showing Amen. people that Jesus loves them. For yeah. God so loved the world that he came to, and he gave his only begotten son. Yeah. That's what John 3.16 is all about. To yes. save that which was lost. Mm -hmm. To seek and save that which is lost. That's what, he's, that's what he's come to do. Amen. That's why we're imploring you, brothers and sisters, so strongly. Because there is such an urgency because yes, the time so. is short. Yeah. And these things, it's just simple, childlike faith mm -hmm. in the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. All right? And so, Amen. remember that. And God's going with you. Mm -hmm. And He wants to love through you to touch other people. So when you see here yes. that Peter, here in Acts 3, it says that, and His name, in verse 16, through faith in His name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. All right? And then he told them they're going to have to repent. All right? And uh, they needed to get right with God. But the point is here is that they demonstrated the name of Jesus to these people and praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, people, uh, people come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. He, he told them and he went on. If you read the whole uh, 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 scripture and context there of these first few chapters, he's telling them that uh, the Lord's going to send Jesus 
from heaven. Yes. And he's Amen. the one who blots out all the sins. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. So remember that, that they did that miracle through faith in the name of Jesus. Simple, mm -hmm. childlike faith. Mm -hmm. Now, if you jump over to chapter four, because all we're endeavoring to do here today is to bring out some of these early references in the book of Acts to the beginning part of the early church here on planet Earth after Jesus went to the Father's right hand. So you saw that in Acts chapter four, after Acts chapter three, excuse me. And then in chapter four, we see here is, there's a, there was such a stir going on because of this miracle that these rulers, if you pick up in chapter four, verse one, about using the name of Jesus, look what it says. These rulers did not like what was going on. Mm -mm. They wanted the attention. They didn't want attention on this Jesus, okay? In verse 1, chapter 4 of Acts, it says, And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captains of the temple and the Sadducees came up upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. All right, now, they preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Mm -hmm. So it was using the name of Jesus, preaching yeah. Jesus. Preaching Jesus, not preaching just God, mm -hmm. preaching Jesus, Amen. who is God, okay? And look what it says in verse 3. It says, and they laid hands on them, and they put them in hold unto the next day. For it was now even tide. How many, how be it, many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. So the church was growing here in the midst of all this. Now get this as they as we read on in verse 5. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and the elders and the scribes and Annas the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked them, by what power or by what name have ye done this? Okay? Mm-hmm. So they're asking them, the very religious rulers of the day. They're, they're putting them on the spot. By what power or by what name have you done this? And then it goes on to say, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, mm -hmm. get that, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doeth this man, do, man stand here before you whole. That's right. So this lame man is whole right there. Mm -hmm. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant man, they, men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus." Amen. See, that's why abiding in Him, fellowshipping with the Lord, His words in us, you go out clothed with the very power and the authority 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And it makes the religious people and all devils from hell tremble. Yes. Because there's no other name like that one. That's right. There's no other name like that one. Mm -hmm. But as we see here in the book of Acts, we see how that they saw the boldness of Peter and John. So simple childlike boldness. And we're going to pray for you that the boldness of God will come upon you today in Amen. a fresh way right. like it's never come upon you before. Mm -hmm. Because that's boldness that comes by the Holy Ghost. Yes. And when we ask, we're asking according to the will of God. So get ready to receive. Get yes. ready to receive. Yes. But Peter and John, they'd been with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they had this boldness. They simply got bold with that man that was laying there at the gate called Build It Beautiful and said, silver and gold have I none, but what such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And see, brothers and sisters, you have that name. Amen. And God's dependent upon you to use that name. You use that name to His glory. That's Can you right. say amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, as we read on here, I want you to notice verse 14. It says, And beholding this, the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. The proof of the pudding's in the eating. That's right. The proof of the pudding's in the eating. They couldn't say anything against couldn't it. Say anything. Here's this man that they all knew was lame. They saw him every day. They were yeah, coming into yeah. the temple, in and out. And... Here he is. They couldn't deny it. Totally well. Totally well. Mm -hmm. And immediately his ankle bones and feet re received strength. That's right. And he went into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. So many times people are saying, I want to see a miracle. I want to see God do a miracle. Well, we don't, we, we don't have to see a miracle to believe in miracles or to believe that God exists. Mm -hmm. But let That's me encourage right. you with something. You act on simple childlike faith. You go out and say, God, what are we going to do today? Bring somebody across my path that needs prayer, that needs a miracle. And then you just open yourself up and be obedient to do that in the name of Jesus. And these hands are like conduits. You can lay hands on the sick, as the Bible says, right. and watch them recover. And right. you'll see instantaneous healings and miracles, and you'll see those that recover over time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they do that way. Sometimes God does it that way. He's God, we're not. We don't tell God how He's going to do it. But Jesus, but honey, you know, even Jesus had the same uh, results. They, yes, He did. He had instantaneous, immediate, and uh, some people were healed as they went, or they, yes. re they recovered as they went. Yes. And so we got to keep the switch of faith turned on when we come. We come believing mm -hmm. and expectant to receive. That's right. But now faith is. Mm -hmm. Faith receives now. That's and right. Of course, he did all these works on the cross 2,000 years ago. He, he died, he was buried, and he rose from the dead and uh, so that we could have life and life more abundantly. But when he gave us back the mm -hmm. scepter that we handed off, that Adam and Eve handed off there in the Garden of Eden, when they handed off to the devil, and Jesus purchased it back with, for us with his own blood, that's why we have this authority. Mm -hmm. We can use the name of Jesus, and that's what the Word of God, you know, it's important. We can, mm -hmm. we can become born again, and that's good. That's the most important thing. That's the greatest miracle that could ever be performed in any person's life. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> the second thing the person needs to know is they need to know who and what they have in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just good to go throughout the Word of God and go and underline everything in, in Him. And yeah, in, it is a good idea him, to do that. What you have in Jesus. 
And when you see that, you get really excited. It's like, wow, he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. You mean he can, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is quickened to our mortal bodies? Really? Yeah. You mean his, Amen. he's, he said any person that's in Christ is a new creature. You know, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. That's what Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17 says. Amen. All these things pertain to us. He's transformed Amen. us, something on the inside, working on the outside. But when you know, it's kind of like when you know what you have, you can act on it. If you don't know what you have, mm -hmm. or if you don't know what you have, you can't act on it. Amen. That's no different than a product. If you can have a product, you can look at it. But if you don't have an instruction book, if you don't have a manual to tell you what it is, what it will do for you, you can look at it and say, well, that's, that's nice. That's great. But I don't know what it'll do. But we have the Word of God that tells us what we have in Christ Jesus. Amen. And there's some wonderful books out there that tell you who you are and what you have in Christ Jesus. Amen. And then when you act on those things and, and, and build yourself up and you, <clears throat> you get knowledge. The Bible says when you get knowledge, get understanding. Mm -hmm. Through the Word of God and the truth will set you free and you're just, you're like, wow, now you can act on it. Amen. You know, how can <clears throat> you believe unless you hear the Word of God? Unless Amen. a preacher sent. So Amen. we can pick things up on our own, but it's good to hear the word of God preached and taught to us too. That's Amen. What we have. That's what we need to know. Yep. And that's what we're doing. Praise Amen. God. That's why when we get empowered by knowledge, the knowledge not only sets us free, but it empowers us to be able to go out and do what we need to do. That's right. Glory to God. So here we have uh, this man standing right before him. They can't say anything against it. That's and right. whether it's a instantaneous or gradual miracle, it makes no difference. We're not the healer anyway. That's God's business. Mm -hmm. But we do it in simple childlike faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that's when the healing process begins. All right? Mm -hmm. And that's how we should act. So he's standing there. They took knowledge that they had been with Jesus. And they couldn't say anything against it, the Bible says. Because he was standing there. And when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves saying, what shall we do to those, these men for they, in, that indeed a notable miracle, a notable one. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. A provable one was done by them is manifest to all that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. We can't deny it. Yeah. That's awesome. We can't deny it. We can't deny it. I'll tell you what, glory to God. He's still in the miracle working business today. He and he's going to do it through your hands as a believer, Amen. as a child of God, to just simply go out and lay hands on the sick. Mm -hmm. Pray for people in the mighty name of Jesus and watch right. what God will do. Hallelujah. Thank so they couldn't Lord. say anything against it. But now notice this. Verse 17. Oh, here's the religious people. It says, but that they that it spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. Don't speak anymore in the name of Jesus. You can say the name of God, much like what we have in today's society. That's very Talk true. about the name of God. Just don't use the name that's above every name. It's too controversial. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. The name of Jesus is what we need to use yes. and we should use. Yes. If we want to see miracles... We say in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. and so you, that, you know, honey, too, and you can see why the devil is working so hard to keep, you know, why is it, okay, God's acceptable. God's accepted. But what, what about the name of Jesus? You know, but you can see if there's power in that name mm -hmm. and God places the name of Jesus above every other name, 
He magnifies his name. So if that's the case, you can see why the devil works so hard mm-hmm. to try to keep people from using <clears throat> the name of Jesus. Yes. You know, the devil does not want you to know what you have of that's your right. rights and privileges in, through the word of God. Amen. But you know what? He can't stop you. Amen. He can't stop you. You only stop yourself. That's right. By either not knowing or not acting, not acting on what you do know. Okay? But so we encourage you to yes, act on it. <clears throat> this is all about getting out and doing it. <laughs> That's right. So they they forbid him, said no to don't use this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. That's Acts 4, verse 18. Mm-hmm. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for what was done. For the man was above 40 years old on whom the miracle of healing was showed. So they couldn't find any other accusation to, to, to lay at their charge. Okay? That's right. That's now look right. what it goes on to say. And being let go, they went to their own company. And boy, we can talk a lot about that, going to their own company. You have to have your own company. You have to have your own local church family to, that prays and believes with you, believes the, the Scriptures to where you can go when you're in trouble, That's uh, right. to fellowship and go out and, and be a witness with them. Hallelujah. And Amen. win the world. Amen. But you need that local church family. Mm-hmm. So That's right. they were threatened by the religious people. Mm-hmm. Where'd they go? Right to their own company. Amen. Same thing needs to be true today. And they went to their own company and reported all the chief priests and the elders that sent unto them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord. So they went to their own company, the other believers, and told them what they were, they were told not to use the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And this, then look what happened. They lifted up their voice to God. And notice what they did. This is how they prayed. And this is the same way we need to pray today. Look what it says, starting in verse 24. And we heard that. They lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which hath made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them is, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined beforehand to do. Now here's where we want to get to. Verse 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy words. Glory to God by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Glory to God. Now there's several things we can bring out in that passage, but just to hit a few high spots before we close out for today. Notice here that... They didn't shut up. Rather, they went to their own company mm-hmm. and they went right to prayer. That's right. First thing they did that was uttered out of their lips as we have recorded in the Word of God is they lifted up their voices in one accord to God and they started magnifying God. 
They didn't magnify the threats of, of the religious people. They magnified God. That's right. Because they knew who God was. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. We know who God is. Yes. Amen. Yes. And what we're supposed to do in these last days. Amen. So they lifted up their voice. And what did they say? Now, Lord, grant, look at their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants boldness, that with all boldness they may speak thy word. And guess what? By speaking the word, by stretching forth thine hand. So they, 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 they called the stretching forth of speaking the name of Jesus, speaking boldly in the name of Jesus, even putting their hands on, on them mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, Amen. that it was stretching out God's hands. Yes. And that's exactly what we're doing. That's God's right. working through us. That's right. We're a co-laborer with Him. And that all these things would be done in the name of thy holy child, Jesus. So rather than shut up, rather than be quieted, they lifted up their voice. And they said, Lord, give us more boldness. Now, they already had boldness, but they were asking for even more boldness. Glory to God. So right now, we're going to pray for boldness. But before we do that, we want to pray for you. And perhaps you're listening today, and you don't either know the Lord Jesus Christ, and you're pricked in the heart today, that you don't know Him, or you're in a backslidden condition away from God. Perhaps you've never known Jesus, you've never invited Him to come into your heart, to be the Lord of your life, ask Him to forgive you of your sins, You believe that God raised him from the dead 2,000 years ago. Perhaps you've never received him personally as your Savior. Or as I mentioned a moment ago, perhaps you're just in a backslidden condition. You've you've known God. You're raised in the things of God, but you're away from it. Either one of those two accounts, we want to pray with you right now. But you have to come to the place to where you say, God, I want to do it your way. That's right. I have knowledge about it, but I want to do it your way. Mm-hmm. Going to church, saying prayers, giving money, doing good deeds, living uprightly, those are all nice things, but without the righteousness of Jesus Christ, they fall short of what God requires. Mm-hmm. We have to be robed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have to become born again. We have to come yes. into the family of God, yes. and that's by being born again. So Amen. if you need to pray that prayer or want to pray that prayer today, whether you've been in a backslidden condition or never known the Lord Jesus, I want you to bow your head right now. Get on your knees if you can. Thank you, and repeat this with us as we pray, but let your heart agree with it. Don't just say it because you're just saying words and you want fire insurance because you don't want to go to hell because there's a real heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Yes. But say it because you mean it. Say it because you believe what the Word of God says. The Bible says, if we would confess with our mouth, Romans 10, 9, and 10, if we would confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised Him from the dead, we shall be saved. Amen. All right? So God will save you. He will forgive you. But we have to invite Him in. Yes. Jesus came to free us from our sins, to free us from our past. That's right. And He became the sin substitute for all of humanity once and for all all 2,000 years ago. Well, and the Bible says that, you know, today's the day of salvation. We're not promised tomorrow. That's right. The only thing uncertain in this life is life. And the only thing that is certain in this life is death. And a person can be, you know, here today, gone one moment, gone in another moment. Mm-hmm. And so we're not That's promised right. anything except, you know, but we can have life and life more abundantly through Christ Jesus. That's right. a life because when, when you die, when your body dies, you're not, you're not dead like a dog. In other words, your spirit lives forever. 
and really? whatever decision you've made here on this earth, either just there's only two masters, the Bible says, in this world. There's either the master of heaven, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, God our Father, or there's Satan, the devil. Mm-hmm. And we and you want to make your call and election sure while you mm-hmm. have a breath yet to breathe. That's right. Because again, life is very uncertain. And you don't have maybe you don't have tomorrow. That's we right. don't want to, we, we don't want to count on tomorrow. You know, right. we want to make that call and election sure today. If the Lord's tugging on your heartstrings, pray. Yield yourself to That's Him. Right. And and seek Him with all of your heart and your soul right. and your mind, because God wants to reveal Himself to you. Amen. He and wants to be real to he you. He wants to reveal himself to you. And that's really important because, you know, the Bible says that those that come to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Right. That's what he says. You have to believe that he is. Hebrews. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. You have to believe that he is. And so if you're coming to him today because you are pricked in your heart, then praise God. Hallelujah. Then you can come to him. And you can receive from God right where you are right now because he loves you and he cares about you and he wants to. This can be the first step of the greatest life that you have ever lived because you have the assurance, you have the peace of God on the inside of you that heaven's going to be your home. Yes. So won't you pray with us today? As she said just a moment ago. This could be the last time that you see any type of preacher or hear any type of gospel message. Mm -hmm. Today is the day of salvation. Mm -hmm. Will you not bow your head and drop to your knees if you're in a place you can do that and pray this out of your heart because you want to receive Jesus. Yes, amen. Let's pray. Father God. Thank you, Lord. Father God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. Right now. Right now. And I know from your word. And I know from your word. That you will receive me. That you'll receive me. And you will cleanse me. And you'll cleanse me. You will forgive me. You will forgive me. And I will come into your kingdom. And I will come into your kingdom. And with that foreknowledge, Lord. And with that foreknowledge, Lord. I come to you. I come to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I ask you. And I ask you. To cleanse me. To cleanse me. Me, to free me to free me to forgive me to forgive me to make me new to forgive me and make me new on the inside on the inside in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I believe I believe that Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ is the son of God is the son of God I believe I believe that he that he came to earth came to earth to be a substitute to be a substitute for my sins for my sins and I receive him now. And I receive him now. As my Savior. As my Savior. And as my Lord. And as my Lord. Your word says. Your word says. If I believe in my heart. That if I believe in my heart. That you raised him from the dead. That you raised him from the dead. Father God. Father God. And I. And I. Receive him. Receive him. And say with my mouth. And say with my mouth. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is Lord. Is Lord. If I confess his lordship, if I confess his lordship and believe in my heart and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead, that you raised him from the dead. And I do that now. And I do that now. I do that now. I do that now that I would be saved, that I would be saved. So right now, Lord. So right now, Lord, I want to thank you. I want to thank you as I pray that prayer, as I pray that prayer from my heart, from my heart and say it with my mouth and say it with my mouth. That Jesus, that Jesus has become my Savior. Has become my Savior. He's forgiven me. He's forgiven me. And I want to thank you now, Lord. And I want to thank you now, Lord. For doing that. For doing that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank Praise you, Lord. God. If you prayed that prayer, we invite you to 
call us, mm-hmm. 503-692-9673, or email us at alfc at alfc.net. And let us know, because we want to send you some materials, because this is not the last thing you do to be saved. It's the first step That's into right. a new way of living, into a new spiritual life. We want to give you some things that will help you to grow. It's important for you to find a a good local church. And again, if you're in the Portland metro area, come to Tualatin uh, and uh, and join us at Abundant Life Family Church. If you already have a good home local church uh, that you're a part of or some part of the country, uh, just hook up with like-minded believers and be a part of that local assembly. Okay? Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, this time we're going to receive communion uh, before uh, we end this service. And uh, once again, I want to direct your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 23. And it says here, Paul writing by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and uh, to the church at Corinth, he said here in chapter 11, he said, For I received of the Lord that that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and we had given thanks he break it and he said, take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup and when he had supped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Mm-hmm. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Hallelujah. Amen. And there's some other things that he said there are, that are very important. But as we receive communion today, when we, every time we do it, we're preaching that Jesus Christ is coming again. Mm-hmm. And this piece of bread and this cup simply represents the broken body and the spilled blood of the Lord Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. That's right. So you, as a child of God, as we do this, we do it in remembrance of the new covenant promises that we're a child of God, mm-hmm. that our sins have been washed away, that we've been created anew, and we're living under the new covenant. So as first of all, we receive this bread together. If you have a sickness or disease, Mm -hmm. some type of ailment in your body, you can receive healing right where we're at, where you're at. We can receive here, but you can receive right where you're at too. By simple childlike faith released in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And so let's do this right now. Mm -hmm. Pray this simple prayer. Thank you, Jesus. And as we pray over this piece of bread, receive healing from the Master. Healer, Jesus, right now. Mm-hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you right now. I thank you right now. For touching my body. For touching my body. Healing my body. Healing my body. Because your word says. Because your word says. That you. That you. Bore. Bore. All of my sins. All of my sins. And my sicknesses. And my sicknesses. And diseases. And diseases. And that by your stripes. And that by your stripes. I was healed. I was healed. Healing, healing belongs to me. Belongs to me. So right now, so right now, I believe, I believe that I receive healing. That I receive healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. I receive this piece of bread and begin to say, Lord, I want to thank you that I receive you as my healer. I receive you as my miracle worker. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are my healer. You're my healer. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me. Right now. Right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And continue to thank him and praise Mm -hmm. him. That you release your faith right now. 
That's right. Let us know. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus is a miracle worker and healer. The same today as he was 2,000 years ago. Amen. Praise God. We want to hear your testimonies. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for healing you, your Lord. precious people right now. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Thank Lord. you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, right now. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Glory, Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this cup right here represents the spilled blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. We're going to pray over that and give thanks for that, even as the Lord Jesus Christ did with his disciples. <laughs> Hallelujah on that night. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father God, as we hold this cup, we thank you that it represents the spilled blood of your Son, our Savior, the Lord Jesus. We remind ourselves right now as we receive this together that as often as we do this, we do it in remembrance of what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're our Savior, that you washed away all of our guilty stain, that you, by your precious blood, have forgiven us mm -hmm. totally and completely of our past. You created us anew. We've been yes. born again. Yes, Lord. And now... Eternal life lives on the inside of us. We're in your, your family, the family of God. And we thank you that eternal life is now on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. Father God, I want to thank you right now that, Lord, that reality gets stronger and stronger yes, with each Lord. passing day in each one of us. Mm -hmm. As we receive of this cup right now, we want to thank you. And we also want to thank you, Father God, that we have 1 John 1, 9. That if we confess our sins as a Christian, you're faithful and just to forgive us yes, of our Lord. sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. So right now, Lord, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that washed away all of our guilty stain when we first got saved and continues to do so now as we ask you to forgive mm -hmm. us. When yes, we know Lord. we've sinned, we just come to you and say, Father God, forgive me in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And you do so right then, yes. totally and completely, yes. instantly. Yes. We thank you for that. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the Amen. In name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. He's a forgiver and healer. Hallelujah. Before we dismiss and leave each other, we're going to pray in the name of Jesus for a, for a fresh boldness to come on you. Mm -hmm. like you've never had in your life mm -hmm. and expect open up your heart and with the name of Jesus go from here today and look for somebody that you can pray for yes amen look for somebody mm -hmm. because there's so many hurting people out there right now in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. fathers I pray for those yes. that are listening and watching yes, today Lord. we in the name of Jesus pray for a fresh anointing for a fresh boldness, even as we yes, read Lord. today from the books, book of Acts chapter 4, that there would be a fresh anointing, a fresh boldness come upon each and every one of them. And Father, even as that place where they were assembled together mm -hmm. in the book of Acts mm -hmm. was shaken, I pray that there'd be a holy fire of God you, to Jesus. fall upon every one of them today. And not a one of them would be the same again in the name of Jesus. Yes, that that Lord. spark, that fresh boldness would yes, come upon Lord. them and they'd go out. And Father God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that every one of them would be so on fire for you that Lord God, you would lead them, guide them and bring people across their path 
Yes, Lord. Even people calling them up unexpectedly where they can say, can I pray for you? And that Father God, they would do it in the mighty name of Jesus, in that boldness and just simple childlike mm -hmm. faith. And Lord, you'd do a creative miracle right there. Yes. To the glory of your name. Yes. Father, I pray that. We pray that right now. We thank you for that fresh boldness for ourselves here today. And in the name of Jesus, we thank you for good reports that glorify your name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, as you go today from this broadcast, our prayer is that you allow the light of Jesus Christ to get brighter and brighter in your life. And as you go into all the world around you, you let your light shine more and more with each passing day until He returns. Because Jesus is coming soon. And we yes. need to keep our eyes totally fixed upon Him and know He's working in us to will and to do of His good pleasure. And His good pleasure in these last days is for us, members of the body of Christ, to go out and demonstrate how much He loves this world that is hopeless without Him. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. God bless you.